Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Men on the Internet podcast. Before we start the episode today, please, if you can, it's not going to cost you a thing. Like this video, share it with a friend, and subscribe to our page. If you want to hear some more real, maybe not so real, smart, maybe not so smart, and maybe ratchet things on this show. So without any further ado, I want to tell y'all real quick. Sponsor of this episode is me. Yay. I'm going to continue paying for this show. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy dollars. To come back on all the time. Now, this is number three. And I will say this. I want to offer our guest on the show today a residency here at the MOI table. (laughs) Residency like in Vegas. Like in Vegas. Oh, boy. All right, relax. We're not in Vegas right now. Okay. All right there, buddy. So I want to offer you a residency so that whenever you want to come and sit in the table and talk that talk, you come on out and you do it. How do you feel about that? I love that for me. Hey, we're going to give her a round of applause. All right. All right. Big crystal. In this. Say whatever you want. In this place. Okay, then. Welcome back to the show. How have you been? I have been good and productive, actually. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty What are you happy. producing? What are you so productive about? Work. Mm-hmm. Getting more work, doing more work, staying busy. Mm-hmm. Always blessed when you're busy. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's almost Sunday. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you, you've been sparking up a lot of conversation. Of course. All over the inter- interwebs. We're getting thousands of views, hundreds and hundreds of comments uh, about some of the things that you want to say. So what do you have to say to some of the new folks that are fans of you? Miss Exotic. Miss Exotic. Oh, man. Thank you. I really love that you guys love this. And I love you. Thank you for watching. Please continue to watch. I like that you like what I have to say. That's awesome. Yeah. And what about your fans? Like you got women fans. You got male fans all over the world. Really? Let me give you a quick breakdown of the, our stats. Okay. So our top three cities that watch this show, and shout out to y'all. Number one, what city do you think it is? Orlando? No. L.A.? No. New York City? New York City. Hey, New York, son. <laughs> New York in the building, son. I'm coming up there in Halloween, actually. I'm going to wear my Tims just for y'all, son. 
All right. <laughs> New York is number one. L.A. is number two. Hey, okay. Houston. Oh, Number H-Town. three. H-Town. Number five. I know I skipped four, but I okay. forgot what it is. Number Uh-oh. five, though, Jacksonville. Hey, Florida, Duval. Okay. So they be, they in the building. Yes. And, uh-oh. Uh-oh. They're going <laughs> to kill me now. Don't get in trouble now. Relax <laughs> now. Especially when I go back to Florida. Okay. And right. then you're supposed to be shouting out St. Pete. St. Pete. 727. That's the home. Of course I'm watching. Of course. Of course. 727. Of course. Of course. Well, you ready to start the episode? Let's go. <laughs> All this energy. I know. Uh, I is it know because your, your sponsored drink of choice today is... White Claw. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely not in the shot, but that's... Okay. That's oh, so <laughs> how do I do it? It's <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Um, all right, so let's start with um, something that you might not know a lot about. Ooh. So there's a football player. His name is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Is uh, he play for the Packers? He used to play for the Packers. Okay. Now he's on the Jets. Oh, but I now like he's color. really... You're on the you like what color? The color green that they have. Okay. That's why I like them. It's very feminine. <laughs> Ooh, they're pretty outfits. They have nice outfits. This is so what cute. Are those uniforms, those costumes they wear. As they smash their heads in and just yes. beat each other up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I just love the way the blood splatters yeah, on the exactly. shoulder pads. It's giving gladiator. Sick. Well, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, um your man prayers to Aaron Rodgers. He spent seventy five seconds. In his first game on the Jets, where he was supposed to go and prove himself uh-huh. and showcase that like he's not just some incredibly talented occasional bum on the Packers. Oh, uh, well, he 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 kind of quit. Like he quiet oh, he quit. quit. He quiet. Is quit. he really? How old is he? Right now, he's thirty nine. Okay, so that's like on your way out for football. Understood, but he he was on the Packers and he just like. The best way to put it is he quite quit. He didn't want to be there. Okay. 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 So, uh, so he he finally got out, sent him to the Jets, and then he got hurt within the first two minutes. Dang. Tore his Achilles, Ooh. which is a two year on average recovery yeah. plan. So his role is quarterback. So there's a lot of people talking about like who could replace Aaron Rodgers on this team. Do you know who some people are really advocating for? Tom Brady? No. Who? Good old-fashioned Colin Kaepernick. Oh, bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him back. Is Colin Kaepernick zaddy? I mean, he's been. Yeah. Come on now. But, I mean, is the NFL going to take him back? Um, Yeah. He's been trying to get back into the NFL for a while. I mean, he's been trying, but are they going to hire him back? I mean. He's a troublemaker. He's a kneeler. Oh, yes. He's a kneeler and not a stander. He's a kneeler. Right. Not a. Uh-huh. So how does that, how does it make you feel to, to potentially see your zaddy back on? I the, would love for him to come back. Really? I feel like a lot of people would. Yeah. I mean, a lot yeah. of people do want to see him come right. back. Um, how long has he been gone now? I mean, it's been years and years. Yeah. I it mean, it feels like forever. The last time I remember Colin Kaepernick playing might have been 1989. <laughs> and it, it was the great war right right you know? right it was desert storm yeah mm-hmm. tv was black and white that's a little right. bit of gray yeah yeah which yeah. is how america's built Ooh. and um and he was hanging out with britney renner a lot. oh that's okay. pretty much all i remember from colin kaepernick gotcha and i remember jay-z said 
We ain't kneeling no more. Okay. Oh, he, Jay-Z said that? Yeah. Oh, shit. We ain't on that kneeling no more. Oh, We dang. moving past the kneeling. Oh, he was moving past. Oh, so you still kneeling? I mean, I'm not... I, I'm not kneeling, but I don't necessarily. I mean, I'm not in a lot of positions where I have to say the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. Um, I don't even think they say it in school for real. Like they don't that. even say that. Wow. I mean, nah. I don't have to like pledge my allegiance. I'm I'm a American citizen. I vote. I do the things I'm supposed to do. Back in the day, I remember having to stand up first little period or yeah. whatever. You got to stand up, say it. Very ritualistic. We used to say the under God. Under God. They don't say, say it under, under God, God nah. no more. Nah, they it, say under Satan. Right, right. Or, <laughs> <laughs> under whoever in this bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Under <laughs> under whatever we're pushing this right. year. Right, under Trump, under Biden, whoever's it Under climate change. Under climate change. It is environmental. Under, it don't matter Under, what, uh, what it, global warming. That's uh, right. Yeah. Listen, man, if they come out with another season of Orange is the New Black, oh. you know we're going to say uh, under that one lady. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I like that show. I had never seen an episode. Are you serious? I've never seen a second of it. Are you tripping? Lots yeah. of Dominicans on that show. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Your people. My people. Half Mi your gente. people. Half your people. Half my people. Mi gente. Mi gente. So I was I was talking to some Dominicans today. Hey. And this is a real question I got for you. Okay. Why do Dominicans hate Mexicans? Ooh. Hot topic. Because. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not, not because. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say. I would not say hate. I would not say hate. I would not say hate. It's just a different type of Hispanic. You know what I'll say about this? When I first moved to L.A., because I actually really like Mexicans. Um, when I first moved to L.A., I never, I had never seen so many white Mexicans. I mean, white Hispanics. Every most of the Hispanics I knew, like in Florida, were all brown or like dark. Um, but out here, they're very Caucasian or Asian-looking Hispanics. So, like, while we're all Spanish people, we don't have the same like bloodline. Like, whereas in like Dominicans and um, Puerto Ricans, um, and even some Central Americans have a lot of um, African American roots. Um, you don't, and actually, Mexicans have black. Uh, there's black Mexicans too, like South Mexico, but like we're just mixed differently, um, and work differently too. So when you say work, are you trying to say what are you trying to say? <laughs> like some some of them some work of, and some well, of them don't work. You know, there's like an illegal legal thing that happens, but even some Mexicans will tell you about that. Um, even oh, they. Mine. They don't. So I've met Mexicans that don't appreciate people coming over here illegally. Understood. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I on immigration, I kind of think that we should allow certain other groups to come over here because um, cer- some groups can freely come and we get all the benefits. Whereas in certain groups, Hispanics um, have issues getting over here. So what groups can come? Europeans freely mm-hmm. and you're going to see more of them in that EBT office, baby. They're going to get the, the thing is about them Europeans that be coming over here. They're going to get more benefits than us faster. Don't need no food stamps. Don't need no medical, any kind of government help. 
because these immigrants going to get it. And they're going to come, because when I was working in pharmacy, certain people would cut, certain groups, certain European groups come in the drive through Bentleys, Mercedes, but you on Medi-Cal? Seems to me that you don't need the free money. Seems to me that these citizens need it more. So what are you what are you saying? Because do you like immigration or do you not? I do, but I feel like certain groups just like they allow certain people in here more frequently, and and it's no judgment. But certain people who are brown or whatever who come over here, if they're allowed to come, because you know immigrants from some countries have a real hard time, um, you know they get treated differently. And people look at, you know, Mexicans and say, oh, they're dirty rapists, blah, 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 blah. But they're going to let, but they're going to, but they're going to let, um, you know, Schwarzkopf over here and, and uh, Dimitri and all these, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, no hate. Like I have, I've had friends from, you know, all over, but they're going to let them over here real quick like, with no problems let me ask you this question about china china are you familiar with their economic disaster right now no i'm not what's going on over there so it's something that people have been talking about for a while but it's actually coming to fruition right now what a shame so china has more older people than they have younger people does that tell you anything oh how they stop people from having babies yeah but what does that mean um that means that they're probably going to have to repopulate why um, because that means that they're dying out. Okay. So, economically speaking, mm-hmm. a country is just as good as its youthful and eligible population. Mm-hmm. So, what that means is the young people in a country pay for the social services of the older people. The older people cannot work. Right. So because China had that one child rule or was oh, a two yeah. child rule or whatever. It was like one child, yeah. Uh, they have this aging population. Yeah. And the youth cannot pay mm, enough taxes to, to, cover to, to cover the amount of people that are going to be required to be, or not required, but that will need social services in their golden years. So what are they going to do to them? That's the question. Could their economy collapse? Some of their biggest... Uh, um, companies, real estate companies, uh, have already filed for bankruptcy. Wow. Now, I brought, I bring this up because it makes me think about the U.S. and their, uh, um, and their immigration policies. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not just Trump who speaks about uh, um, immigration. Obama had a speech. I would say it was in his last year of presidency where he was like, "We have immigration rules for a reason." Mm-hmm. And uh, I think about New York. New York mm-hmm. right now is being flooded with uh, illegal aliens. All right, I'm mm-hmm. using that oh, yeah. term as the specific term right, that right. they're using. It's the correct the, term. The correct term, not don't they not don't talking kill me. trash. Okay, right. but uh, as you know, people from Texas are busing them oh, from Texas God. to New York. Now, oh, wow. that response is interesting because yeah. New York was originally saying if an immigrant comes into the United States through Texas. Texas has the obligation to take care of them. Yeah, that's fair. They got in through Texas. They got in through Texas, right? Illegally. Yeah. Great, great, perfect. So Texas said, if you love 
these illegal immigrants, immigrants so much, you take, you take care of them yourself. New York's governor, uh, Mayor Eric Adams, is now crying out for help, telling people, please take them into your own homes. What? <laughs> put them into hotels without them paying. They're oh, just... nah, come on now. Nah, nah, now nah. we going too far. Mm, so how is it too far when Eric, when uh, they told Texas to take care of them, but now that New it's New York's problem, they can't. they don't have the infrastructure to take care of it. So what do you think about that? I think, how is Texas? Because Texas was shipping people out here, too. Texas need to handle their own pro- their own problems. They need to lock okay, down their... Okay, hold on. Let me stop you right there. I don't think you're understanding that this is a federal problem, and the, f- and the federal government is asking the states mm-hmm. to independently take care of these illegal uh, immigrants. Mm-hmm. So there are sanctuary cities, oh, sanctuary yeah, like states, Angeles. like Los Angeles, New York. Yeah. So... So Texas is strategically sending these um, illegals to these places. These places that say, "Oh, we have so much love in our heart yeah. for all these people that come here, and we have the money and the resources to do so." So that mm-hmm. when Texas says, "Fine," if the federal government, but the is, people got in through Texas, maybe you need to tighten your borders. They came in. You're through not your understanding. State. Stuff. No, I get it. I get it. You're saying that the federal government needs to stop immigrants. If it's a problem, the federal government needs to be the one that handles the border, the border patrol, mm-hmm. Texas, the, Texas as a, as its own state, state. It, they, they can't oversee the, what the, the federal yeah, government is asking a, them to yeah. do. So the federal government is telling the state, Hey, be friendly to these folks. Texas is saying we don't have we the don't resources to. Uh-huh. to do so. So they had these border towns yeah. where the illegal uh, immigrants were coming in and they're running out of resources to take care of their own people. Yeah. So just like you say, when the money goes to Ukraine, oh, we have our own problems. We do. So Texas is saying, I want to take care of Texans. Yeah, okay. But the federal government is telling them, you got to take care of everybody that comes Comes in through Texas. Texas. The other states are saying, yeah, that's what you should do. But those other states don't have to deal with that because geographically, they're in a different place. So now, now, I say all so of that. So you think we should close the borders? No, no, no. I say this. The federal government, I think, is inviting people over because, number one, there's a population decline. Oh, globally, we need people. Right? The, no, no, not just we need people, but there's a global population decline. Most uh-huh. people are not having kids the way that they were having kids two generations ago. can't afford it. Can't afford it. Yeah. They don't want to. People are living their lives the way that they want to. It, it, there's millions of reasons why they don't want to have children. Uh-huh. But another thing about it is if a population is not growing, then the economy is not growing either, mm. which means that for the most part, when it's our time or mom and dad's time to retire there's not going to be enough population to be in working condition to take care of the older folks which essentially yeah. means that they're going to have to cut social services mm-hmm. they're going to have to cut mm. budgets they're, they're not they're going to say we don't have enough money circulating through tax revenue to take care of the elderly so that's why Ooh. i think the federal government is saying let them all come in there's another reason that that too why do you think so 
Well, I also think because the government knows that whichever political party uh, offers the most assistance to the people who come in, they'll remain loyal to them That's for true. a period of time. For a period, yes. For a period of time. Uh-huh. So I think the pol- the one political party is playing the game of, yo, let them all let come them in. All in. <laughs> yo, you supposed to take care of them. The Democrats. And then Texas mm-hmm. is saying, yo, look, if, you, if we all doing this together, mm-hmm. I'll send them over to you. But now we have Eric Adams twisting his mouth up, who used to say, y'all supposed to take care of him. And now there's people rioting in the streets of New York saying, y'all not taking care of New Yorkers. Y'all are just putting immigrants and migrants or whatever. Ahead of us. Ahead of them. I feel that. So here's another question for you. Would you put an illegal alien or an illegal immigrant in your own home and no house no oh what no because i wouldn't even I, I, that's why i don't have a, a child of my own that's expensive i'm not funding nobody else i care but i don't care that much i can i i'm i'm not a millionaire so no i could pray for you thoughts and prayers that's all do I you think ask. there should be stricter regulations when it comes to immigration i'm yeah Kind of. They need to, like, I think they need to look at who we let over here. What are they doing? If you're not, if you're not, if you're not a productive member of society, you need to go back to where you came from. You do. If you out here running the streets, don't want to work nowhere, you need to take your ass back home because you can do that wherever the fuck you came from. We got enough criminals here. I'm not saying that every immigrant is a criminal. <laughs> I'm really not saying that. <laughs> My dad was an immigrant, I know. <laughs> but what I am saying is that if you're not a productive, if you're not trying to go to school, if you're not trying to work, there's no reason for you to be here. Not, you're not helping. Mm-hmm. We need people who are trying to work. You know what? I think we might need to, um, some of these citizens probably need to be extradited. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting around playing video games, smoking weed and all that. You don't want to work. Maybe you need to go live somewhere else too. Mm. That way we can, the people that actually want to work hard for make a living and stuff, they should reap the benefits of being an American citizen. Interesting. Yeah. What does it take to be an American citizen as far as like goaling wise? Like, let's say you just came to the United States. Mm-hmm. What does it take for you to, to accomplish your goals? Education. Um, a support system, um, which a lot of immigrants probably don't have. Like someone over here who can like help them. Because um, a lot of people are running from crazy situations. You know, it could be a war-torn country, gang violence, all types of stuff that happens, you know, abroad. Um, but what I'm, you know, you education, I think, is like a main thing or some kind of trade or skill that, like, you can do over here and actually you have a better life. Because then I think, you know, a lot of people come over here having this, like, a dream of what it means to be an American, and they don't know how, how actually how hard that can be to attain especially in California. So um, having said all that, like you, you got to have some kind of skill, talent, trade, education to be able to like make it here.
Do you think that there is such a thing still as the American dream? Dream, yes. Is it coming to fruition for a lot of people? No. I have a, a, a thought that, um, A, yes, everybody should have this dream of this, this astronomical dream. And mainly because even if you don't achieve it, you mm-hmm. land somewhere. You land somewhere. Right? You'll land yeah. somewhere. But <laughs> in the same vein, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people not only have these wild, incredible, powerful dreams, mm-hmm. but um, they, they, they're not necessarily putting in any effort Ooh, to lazy. be the best version of themselves yes. to accomplish those dreams. There are people who put in a lot of effort, mm-hmm. but the truth is effort is, is just only one factor mm-hmm. of of how to be successful. Yeah. You know, putting in effort right. could sometimes mean that you're you're just going to remain a C student. Mm. Like just doing the same thing. It's almost like working out. Yeah. Like if, you, if you just do the same workout over and over and then you plateau like we were talking about yes. earlier, you're you just plateau. You're, you're putting in all this effort. You're trying. But you're, you're trying. You're Keep trying. Going. You're trying and not doing. Well, sometimes you gotta try. Yeah, you do have to try, but you got you gotta come past the trying at yeah. some point. Yeah. Well, yeah, you gotta change your you you gotta review the data. Yeah. And you gotta go back and see like, okay, I need has to has different. what I've been trying working. Yes. And do I need to make any adjustment? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, before people would just jump out the ship and try things, I know for me, I tried uh going to to college and studying acting and it was so expensive right we went right. to like the most expensive we went to a very expensive like, it wasn't the most expensive but you know it's very. the most expensive school that i would say doesn't necessarily teach you things that you that will help you survive in life you know mm-hmm. um because as you know when it comes to acting you, you'll you'll need something else until you you can oh, make definitely. it. You need right? a real job. You need something. You, need some, you know, I don't even want to call talent. it a real job, but you need something right. you that need will something help that will you sustain you right? while you're not acting. And for something that gives you so little, the mm-hmm. cost is so much. much. Right. You know, uh, if I could go back to my younger self, I honestly would. You tell, wouldn't have went to acting. School. I probably wouldn't have done what I did. Mm. And I, I, I actually, because I have foreign parents, yeah. they didn't understand my original plan. Mm-hmm. My original plan was to go to a community college to study acting okay. and then not have student loans. Okay. And out here, Santa Monica Community College is home to some of the biggest names in Definitely. the history of the business. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go there. I'm going to spend two, three thousand dollars mm-hmm. and then boom, now I have the experience I need. I'm in the right city. Right. I could do what I need. But my parents are like, you need to go to a four year institution. Right. And you, need get a, a degree. you need to get a degree. Right. And my child is not getting going to no community college. Uh-huh. My child is not getting no associate degree. Right. My child is not my child. Is, and boom, now I'm having to make this decision at 18 to go to a school that costs one hundred thirty thousand dollars for me to talk about Shakespeare. <laughs> but that is a valuable thing in a lot of nah, ways. Nah, it's not. It is because you can teach literary things. What? Literary. No, you can't. You can. No, you can't. With I, our degree? I teach. Understood. You're an educator. Mm-hmm. But as far as like teaching uh in a class that is government 
For LAUSD, of course not. You're not you're, you're not going to get that job because I've tried. Mm. Not only you have not to only get like a teaching credential. You have to get a teaching credential, but not only that, that degree is from a nationally uh, accredited, university. accredited university, which doesn't count for anything when you're trying to get a job that's sustaining is going to pay you over fifty five, sixty five thousand dollars a year. So there's a difference kind of between what you can do to survive and what you could do as far as growing your career. Uh Sometimes you do have to be bivocational where you have two careers and you're growing one until the other one could sustain you to get you to that other spot. You have to do what you don't want to do to get to where you want to be. Right. And in, in like more detail, what I'm saying is I wouldn't have done something that had such. You would have straight went into a a, like liberal arts program. No, no, I'm not even talking about that. I, I would have, I would have gone to a regionally accredited program. Uh I would have not taken out student loans, which was my original plan. Mm -hmm. But my parents are also like debt monsters. So they were just Mm -hmm. like, you're here. It's normal. Student loans, get them. That's true. You know, and and in my mind, I was like, what do I have to get them for? But now, I mean, I went to college 14. uh, But you got some kind of scholarship. I didn't get get anything. Really? I I I pulled out $130,000 to go to that school. There is no way. Shoot. There's no way. Oh, it w- it was worth that. There oh, are dang. people who are who are uh, uh, executives at companies oh, yeah. who pay thirty thousand dollars to go to school, and they're making the same money or more. You have to make sure that you get a return on your investment. Exactly with these schools because school is a huge investment. So if you're not going to a field that is going to for certain make you money, but listen at this, I went to Florida State before I went to um, acting conservatory school out here and got my degree. A lot of a lot of people who have degrees in credible subjects are trying to do what I'm doing, trying to trying to do trying to uh, photography, acting, modeling, blah 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 blah. But that's what that's the point I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to be bivocational. Oh, like you know, have a degree in this and no. Sometimes you have to have two vocations, two oh, career paths. Yeah, where where it's almost like you're filling in jugs of water. Mm-hmm. One is full, and slowly over time, yeah, you're pouring you into, pour the, into, other into the other one. one. Oh, for it, sure. it doesn't really matter what people end up trying to do mm-hmm. because everybody, some you know, makes a change in life where they decide like, okay, what I really wanted to do, I don't want to do anymore. Yeah, like I have a cousin who originally wanted to be a doctor, okay. but he never became that. You know, he just became something else yeah and it's totally fine he even went to med school oh shoot but and he said i didn't want to do that he didn't want to do it anymore oh wow so it just is what it is Mm -hmm. so you just have to think number one i would tell people the american dream is is alive and well however you have to be wiser and more uh able to review data Mm -hmm. than ever yeah because before i remember speaking to an executive producer of a show where I was like, how'd you even get into this? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I just walked into a set one day and they just gave me a job. You it can't do like that LA. today, right? Yeah. You can't do that today. Right. Nowadays, you can if you know somebody. Yeah, but, but yes. that's that's if you know somebody. You, yeah, you're yeah. not going to walk onto a, a set, set yeah, and they're just going to be like, here's this they're gonna thing. They're going to be like, get out of here. Yeah, you're you're not police. even going to get close to the set. Yeah, they're yeah. Gonna, their security guard is going to attack you to the ground. Exactly. So what I'm saying is there is... there's. R- risk mitigation that needs to go on where you're like, 
all right, let me see how much risk I'm taking versus what the outcome could be. Mm. That's why a lot of people give themselves three years, five years. To do. Yo, if I don't make it by this, because I, I, I'm going to go back home. Yeah. Why do people say that? Because people have greater goals in mind. Yeah. Just like well, I they wanna... have different goals in mind. Greater goals. I don't know if I and would here, say that. Here's why I say greater. Because if you say, if you say to your if eight, you say hold on, I, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. You say to your 18 year old self, hey, I'm gonna sacrifice love, marriage, babies, a stable home. For the pursuit of a career in the entertainment industry at 18, would you say, yeah, I'm down? I would have. You would have? Yes, absolutely. And, and I, knew, I, think- I knew coming out here, it was going to be hard, and it could take a long time. This Living in L.A. is not for anybody who has a three, five like timeline on becoming famous. No, no, no. These people You're not getting what home. I'm saying. I'm mm. saying that people have goals that are greater than than the desire to be a working actor or a working talent they some people just say look i'm going to give myself this much time to find the success because after that after that if i don't find it the next thing i want in life is to be a wife to be a mom to be that's a this sim- to be that's a that's more that. important to them and that's more that's exactly what i'm that's saying that's more important to it's them it's more important to them mm-hmm. so the fact that's that it's not that important to me the fact that it's more important to them just mm-hmm. means that they have this timer be- because they have greater goals in mind right you know have, so i don't say it's greater it's different there's people that i talk to who have all these things who have the family da 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 and they want what I'm doing. I wish I could I could pursue my goal. I wish I still lived in LA. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Everyone who's in a position, some they be wanting different things that they cannot do now. Now, unfortunately, they have a family. It does make things difficult. The grass is always greener. It's it's a, it's a matter of what you want to sacrifice. Right? And that is what I'm talking about risk mitigation. There are some people who will look at that three to five years and say, that is what I'm willing, willing to, to risk. Or risk. Okay. That's what I'm willing to risk mm-hmm. the three to five years, because the, the outcome could be, I find success or the outcome could be, that I, I find failure. Right. Can I, can I take that risk and run with it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because if I find failure, it's fine. I go back home to my mom and dad. I it's go all live good, in their house. Yes. Right. <laughs> if I find success, I find success. I find success. All is good. Right. Then the next thing in life is that I want to find fulfillment and start a family. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what, to, to go back to the point of, does the American dream still exist? I think it does, but because there is so much at risk, Today, people have to make a decision Mm -hmm. that is an intelligent one. When Mm -hmm. I was 18, I made my decision on coming out here purely emotional. Hey, this Mm -hmm. is what I want to do. And I believe in myself. I have courage. And you did it. Uh, not qu- what I wanted to do. Oh, yeah, not what yeah, I, I wanted, wanted to do. To There's to just a totally college. different... No, no, do no, you no, would... no, 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 no. Not community college. What I wanted to do was be a big actor and a filmmaker and a writer, smoke a skinny cigarette, <laughs> have a, you know, have a scarf on, yes. a beret, you, can, you know? Which, all of these things you, you can kind of do still right now. Uh, but I'm not there. I, I wanted to do that. But you're by, on that. Listen, you listen, that listen. Track? I don't even do that whole like, oh, but that's a possibility. I don't do any of that stuff. My, the, my, I'm incredibly real with myself nowadays. Okay. And I've actually always been that way. And you still audition. Listen, it means nothing to me. Ooh. I don't care about it. Dang. If, if I never auditioned again, I wouldn't care. Putting that out there. Damn. 
I've always said this since I was 20. But I see that because you, even in college, you you don't like any critique. Like, that is not your thing. I always It's knew. not even about critique. I just don't care about it. Mm. That it's not my desire. So when I came out here again, it was purely emotional. If I had done more data and I understood the gravity of each decision a person makes, I probably would be in tech. You always seem like you would do something towards business, even from going to college with you. I right. always saw that. Like I'm like, oh, well, that's what he's going to go into. For sure. Yeah. And and I, I looked at acting and all of that stuff as a business ordeal. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, <sighs> who cares about this industry? I do. You know? I mean, but this I have a different goal than you. Yes. So that's what I mean to say. If I had done a better job of reviewing the data and understanding the gravity of of the every decision so a person just, makes. So you're just looking at it as like, oh, I wish I had a job that made me the most money, regardless of what it is. It's not even about that. My, I, I, I'm saying that my desire is not in, in, in being an actor. Okay. You know, that's not what where I put myself worth at. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Back to the American dream thing. I'm trying to say, um, in this period of time, there's greater wealth transfer than ever. Yeah. And every single thing that you do could get you one step closer or 10 steps further away Mm -hmm. from what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I actually disagree with the people who say that the American dream doesn't exist. The more that I speak to people, the more that I sometimes just look at people and say, why did you make that decision? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you just look at the data around the decision you made before you made it? Decision. Yeah. And it, it makes me sad because mm-hmm. then you start looking sad, around. That's not my business. No, but you see, I feel people's hurt. Yeah, you I know? feel it too, but. At the same time, like everyone them. makes, huh? You hate them. <laughs> everyone makes their own decisions, and you have to, like, that's an independent thing. So whatever choices you make, like, well, you got if you make a bed, you know, you you gotta lie on it. Yeah, that's understandable. But in our society, everybody's decisions in a certain way affect, affect other, people. other people, and uh, it doesn't always like happen. That, but um, I would say. That when you when you look back at what people often say, like of all the negatives, sometimes you I just want to say all you had to do was just not do these ten things. <laughs> you know, that's but all. But we you had can't to do. look back at the past and and try to like. Re- it's not even. No, 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 yeah. All you can do is look at the future and what can you do to change your situation that you're in if you don't like it. You can only do that by looking at the past. No, I can't go back and think. The past is like some like depression thing. Like, oh, I should have did this. I should have. No, well, what, do what you can think, I do right now? What do you think data is? I mean, it's information that's happened in the past. Yes, I believe I'm. I also teach social studies, so I'm all about history, and it is important to look at. But I can't sit there and mull over. Oh my God, I made the wrong decision about this and that. No, no, blah, no, no. Blah, it's blah. about learning. It's about learning. It is. Well, you, I'm an educator. You, you can't. You can't be. What I'm trying to tell you is to mm-hmm. remove the emotion from your understanding of your past. Mm-hmm. If you come in and you say, "All right, let me look at ten decisions," like let's just say, 
people's financial situations. Mm-hmm. The more I talk to people, the more I realize, people yo, people just move, they just doing the weirdest, wildest. Yeah, stuff. but there's there is no education in finances before you. By the time you actually have to make financial decisions. You are outside. You are actually working. That kind of stuff should be taught in elementary school. And that, that's a that should be that should be the head subject. We will learn about this other like senseless stuff. Not not that everything is senseless, but like finance is the most important thing. And you not really you're not really learning that unless you have someone in your house that is good with finances. So if you're not learning at home, they're damn sure not teaching you that in school. Like you're kind of set up to be messed up. I don't really believe that because well, I think I think my household had zero financial understanding about almost anything. And when you become an adult, there has to be a piece of you. So let's say, for example, let's say, for example, somebody makes 40K a year and then they go out and they buy a $45,000 car and they finance that and... They're, they say, oh, it's because my elementary school didn't teach me about finance. <laughs> well, what about math? Yeah, no, but that that it, there is some credit to that because a lot of people, you know, you go to these dealerships and you see all these people doing these things and they make it seem like that's something you can afford. If you if uh, you're not if you're if you are if you can look at your paycheck and say, all right, here's a car note I can afford. You're not you're going to think that like, OK, this is. This is okay. Like, because in that moment, you are affording it. Okay, let's put it to you this way then. So let's say somebody say says, yeah, I can afford this car. I can afford this luxury apartment. And at the end of the month, when I pay off my rent, I pay my car, I buy I food to eat. Left. I got $3 left. <laughs> They're going to still turn around and say, my third grade teacher, she didn't tell me. Well, who's that? I mean, there are people that are that crazy. Like, who's going to leave yourself like $3? So but. many people do it. Have you ever heard the term house poor? No, I actually haven't heard it. It's a very popular term. It's for people who will buy a house to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, you and, can't be come, trying to keep up with other people. Right? And then yeah. the mortgage is 54, oh, 60% no, that's of that's their nuts. income. They have people cars. People do that with cars out here. Of course. They do yeah. it with almost everything out here. Well, and, well, it's harder to do it with houses because like no one can afford a house. No one can really afford a house. But yeah. I've learned from being in L.A., Boy, are people broke, and they oh, just keep yeah. making broke decisions over, over and, and over and over, and, over. and then they keep blaming someone else. You can't blame nobody because it nothing hurts more than being broke. Nothing, not a breakup, nothing. It hurts so bad when you ain't got the money to do what you want to do. That's real pain. So, so who's to blame when you you if not you're doing you the it over and you. over? You are the blame. Okay, that's over what I'm saying. Over and over. Like, it's going to happen. Okay, you're going to make a bad financial decision a couple times. You will if you have no, you had no teaching on it. Just like social skills or anything. If you grew up in a house that's like abusive or something and you go outside, you're going to be, that was your norm for you. So you're going to go out the house, you're going to treat people like that. It's only so many times you can blame it on your parents, for sure. But you're going to have to hit some hard places to, to learn and then that's to teach you if you're broke consistently that that level of pain some people okay with like money's not everything to everybody but that level of pain of thinking like 
oh, what can I eat today? Like, oh, I can't eat this. Uh, or what what bill can I not pay? Or well, that's pay when you or... that's when you go back and you look at what the past, and you look mm-hmm. what did I do in order to find out what I can do in the future to make the future look better than the past. I but think- most people will get their feelings involved. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying yes, yes, go look at your past, but don't like beat yourself up about it. I mean, no one is saying to beat yourself up about it, but mm-hmm. you you have to be at some point in time. Once you're over the age of I don't know, twenty one, maybe twenty five, you start saying, "Okay, I make eighty grand a year, and I can only eat peanut butter every single day." <laughs> no, why is it like that? Why and is it you like know this? what? Yeah, when you're making decisions that change your fundamental viewpoint mm-hmm. in your life, your feelings do get involved. And yeah. I'll tell you my personal experience. When I decided, there was a there was a point in time, I had taken out a loan, mm-hmm. and I ran up my credit cards trying to run, trying to come up with this business idea, mm-hmm. and when I say them payments was no joke, like mm-hmm. I would put a thousand dollars down, and the interest would hit at nine ninety five, mm. so then it would be that I put a five dollar payment down. Yeah. So, uh. All of that happened, and then all of a sudden, I was just, I had just so much debt. And when I finally decided to just change, like, yeah. all right, I'm at that point now, I'm at my wits, my wits end. There's too much coming out, mm-hmm. and I'm working too, too much. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm working so much, there's so much coming in, it's yeah. all going out, and it's, it's only all- affecting the interest. Mm. Now, my feelings are hurt. Why? Because I'm feeling ashamed. Yes, I'm feeling I feel embarrassed. Dumb. I made all these dumb decisions. Yep. But you know what? Months later, when you finally decide, all right, I'm going to put my feelings to the side and I'm going to just get it done. I can sit here today and tell you I don't even have any debt. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? No so, debt, zaddy. And no third grade. <laughs> uh, now, I will tell you this. In high school, I did have econ class, and they taught me a lot about stocks. They taught they used to bring in. I learned about stocks you know, too, like seventh grade. CEOs and all yeah. the stuff. We had our fake See, portfolio. See, but a lot of people don't even get that, and they don't get that. But you know what? It's a, it. But was, it but would be you know great what? To learn though, most of my class in high school don't remember that it happened. I do. But oh, I know. I, I when I learned about, I was like in a gifted program, and I learned about stocks in seventh grade. I, I wanted to do that. My mom was like, ah, you can't do that. But And then I, I found out how much math it involves. So I was like, mm, maybe not for me. But it was exciting to learn about that. And it made it made me interested. And I learned how to read the stock tables at, at a young age. And I still, like, I'll, you know, watch, you know, the ticker tape stuff, you know, MSNBC and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And it's exciting. But, like, I had that education because I was in a special program. Why aren't they teaching that? For everybody. I wasn't in a special program. See? I didn't ride that school bus to school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I rode the regular bus. Yeah. And yeah. I would and they taught me I mean, shout out to Mel High cuz they they was mm. bringing in Florida. all types of CEOs to come talk to See, us, that's financial great. people. And yeah. you know what? I still made all the mistakes that I made. But it's inspiring hearing from these people. Yeah. At 18 <laughs> At 17, it would have been, like, I would have been inspired. Wow, these people have so much money. I want to be like them. Yeah. At 17, I was just like, what do they want me to do? I, I didn't care, you know. But at 30 plus. Now you wish now, you could go back and listen. Nah, you know what? Because my mind is at a different place now. Mm. You know, when I was 18, I didn't even have a concept of money. 
That's uh, why I I took those I loans did. out. And I was just kind of like, ah, yeah, give me those loans. By the time I hit my third movie, I'm going to pay them off. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, when the when the six months ran up and they were like, you got to start paying your student loans off, I was like, what? What, <laughs> what are loans? Right, you know, right. I didn't even what know. I, I didn't even know I took them out. What are loans? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think everybody has a different maturity. There's always somebody that you could blame to say, oh, well, if only my Aunt Betty had taught me how to do this, I would be in a better place. It's not but Aunt Betty. It's like the system. But I feel you. Yeah. Nah. I think people I think I think people definitely have to look into their own selves and see like, am I the problem? Of course. Yes, of course. Like that's after, but like what I'm saying is education needs to start so much earlier on that. I think people say that. And then when we introduce different forms of education to younger people, we then realize like not everything is supposed to be taught to a child who doesn't have a concept and understanding of certain things. People say that I feel in fifth grade, we had this thing called Enterprise Village where we all had jobs and got checks and blah, 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 and had to pay bills that day. And I think they actually instituting that somewhere else, and it was like a big deal. I think it's like a, a whole city where kids can go to work and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that. Child labor? <laughs> no, just like it's not. It's like a play play thing. But I think that's a that's a great thing. Like kids need to learn. You're preparing them to be an adult. This is what being an adult looks like. I got. I personally had a job at 15 working. So like, and I would want to help pay bills at home. And I was able to, like, get things that I actually wanted. So, like, I knew a lot about money beforehand because I'm like, I don't have any. I want some. What can I go do to get money? Like, so for me, um, I had, like, a life, you know, teaching of it. But for people, for kids who don't have to work and have, like, have, you know, parents just hand them, shelling them out money and stuff like that, it's going to be hard when they've never had to work for anything. I will tell you something that might surprise you. Hmm. I had a job since I was 13. What was you doing? Telemarketing. Ah, them telemarketing jobs. Well, I quit one of them first day, same day. I've had so many jobs. I had. I was doing surveys. Were you doing Cutco at any point? No, but I, me and Frank, we went in uh, for an interview for oh, Cutco. Oh, okay, selling them knives. No, we didn't do the Cutco, but I did telemarketing. I did surveys. Yeah. I worked at um, a bread shop. I worked at Quiznos. Mm-hmm. I worked at Hollister, Hollister a few different times. And to be honest with you, I, I'm one of those people. At least I was one of those people. Money wasn't anything to me. I just mm. was like, I right, I got it now. What's next? And it just didn't like it didn't even register in my mind it, until man, I hit a mm. certain point where I was like, all right. I need this to do that. But yeah. even with me now, like money doesn't stress me out. You know, mm. I always know. I think most people like money really stresses well, them out. Well, it's a, it's a heavy stressor, but you're also in a position where like, okay, you're making more. It's like a, a Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. That's you, what people got, say now. You've gotten, you know, the business degree and all these things. That's like, what people know. say now. But money never stressed me out when we were living two inches away from each other and <laughs> it always stressed me out. It never stressed me out. I was always like, I'm a, I'm a get it. Like no matter what, I'm gonna just get it. You I'm, know? I'm, I'm, I've been there for the past several years, but like when I don't have it, that's a big, that's a big deal for me. I think also inside of me, naturally, I'm like, let me prepare myself for things that might come, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't spend more than I make. 
Yeah. I, you know, I be, I, I prepare myself for that. Right. Um, but I, I noticed that other people don't do that, no, which is they scary. Don't. Well, some people, some people don't care about not having it. Like you just, you just said you basically don't care. You're like money doesn't stress you out. It's not to say I don't care about it. It just okay. doesn't stress me out. Mm. Like it's not something that, that is going to stop me from going to sleep. Okay. You know, like, but I also, me from I also don't make those decisions. I know if I have X amount of dollars, I'm not going to go over that. Right. And also, at the when whenever you get paid, I just put some away immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know there's some people who don't even think about that. <laughs> they don't. They're not yeah, like, yeah. oh, let me put. Let a, me spend it all right. Yeah, now. they just spend it all immediately, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't stress about it because I'm just like making those decisions. I feel like if you're if you're a person that like spends fast, then you need to have several ways of making money. Then, because if I know if I'm gonna spend the money. I also have multiple ways of making it. I have several Well, that's jobs. just called lifestyle creep. That's where yeah. you just keep making more, you yeah. keep spending more, and then what? What happens when you run out of hours per day? I I live the way I want to live. So if I'm if I'm spending the money, I'm enjoying my life. I'm enjoying the fruits of my labor. We're not meant to just live here and work and die. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. But you're you also have to think about the fact that you're only this age for a period of time. Correct. There's gonna be a point so, in time. So yeah, where I can't do these things and I'm too old to move. I understand. Or <laughs> but it may not even be too old to move and travel, but you might also want bigger things in life. Cause other things. Bigger things. Things that are more expensive. Oh like, yes. I you know, you like I hear, all right, if you're on a dating app, Ugh. everybody has the same answers to everything. Uh-huh. They post a picture of themselves with their dog. Oh, they say they're trying to unbig their back. Unbig their back. Uh-huh. They're trying to say it's giving this, it's giving it's that. Giving. And then after that, they all say they're trying to travel. Mm-hmm. Yo, look. People be trying to travel, and then there are people who actually travel. Traveling is cute, but... After a while, you're going to have to have some bigger dreams than just seeing Thailand. Like, it's just... That that's, is a big dream for some people because some people cool. literally go nowhere. That's what's up. And that's what's that's, up. That's cool. The thing about traveling is that it's I an experience traveling. that will end. So, it's for me... It's an experience that you will hopefully not forget. Understood. What I'm saying is... It's not... It doesn't have, like, longevity. There... It's something that you can save for mm-hmm. in a period of time and then you spend it and it's done. Now, I do support having experiences and memories and things like that. Yeah. But there's going to come a point in your life when you say, I want to start a business. I want to buy a house. I want to buy a new car or whatever. And then all of a sudden you have to finance it mm-hmm. or you have to pull out all these loans and everything. Why? Because you unbig your back in Africa somewhere <laughs> where it's like, well, you could Most people ain't going to Africa because that, that's an expensive flight, but yes. Right, but a lot of people are just seeing these short-term adventures yeah. and they're not considering the fact that the future is holding so much more than if a flight. You're gonna, here's the thing. There's YOLO. People, you know, you only live once. But then there's also... You don't know how many days you have left on this earth. So I can't be, yes, plan for the future, save for the future. But if I want to go somewhere, I'm going. Uh-huh. I am. I, I'm a fan of going places, number one, without going into debt. That's fair. I'm also a fan of going to places and experiencing it the way I want to experience it. Oh, yeah. You I'm love not, Oklahoma. I remember that. 
What does that have to do with it? Because anything? like you you have interesting choices in your travel. Like you want you want somewhere you want to go somewhere that not everyone's like trying to go. You want like a like a, a smooth more. Ba- you're not trying to go to like Australia. No, 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 no. you're not understanding what crazy. I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I'm not gonna. Go Going act like death. I'm not struggling mm-hmm. and then go to some adventure right. on my Chase Sapphire card. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you just, should be able to just pay like, for the money. Pay for it. But I, don't, then, I don't put no trips on no credit card. Right. And yeah. then. And I'm not gonna go on a hot and what do they call it a hostel? Hostel? A hostel? Oh, I'm not gonna no. go to no you hostel. Your life with you know that. what I mean? I'm not gonna do Word. all this stuff. But, you might die. But people, <laughs> but people will. Yeah. You know, no, just no, to see, say that, that they went to France. No, that's like, a dangerous this, situation. This is loser activity. No, that, that is loser. You know, activity. people are doing these things just to post on Instagram. I'm but, in and they sleeping with rats. You literally are sleeping with rats in Paris. All right. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying is. Yes, you may not know how many days you have left, but I think with the right planning and, and again, bigger goals. There are some people who are like, yo, the traveling was cool, but now I'm trying to set my my family up for the future. If you have a family. If you have a family. That's a big if. Or if, you, or if you're Christian or if mm-hmm. you're Buddhist or if you're Muslim or if you're sick and, you're, and you want to help other people in the world. It's yes. just so many people have greater intentions. We're going to go to the G- Genie Ma and Jeezy thing Ooh. in a second, but there's something I want to, I always remember, I don't think I'll never forget it in my life. Tell me. Akon was talking one time about bringing electricity to Africa. Oh, yeah. I remember and that. he got a billion dollars in investment. And he thought, this is so much money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do so much good things with this money because mm-hmm. I have a billion dollars. And it wasn't enough. And two towns later, the money's gone. Mm. People don't realize how much it costs. Not just how much it costs, but how huge people's aspirations are yes, to where it's yes. bigger sometimes it's bigger than, than just you than where you, what you're doing for the next two weeks yeah. what beach you're laying on what cruise ship you're going on sometimes people have such enormous aspirations that they are thinking 90 steps in the future right, as far right. as what you're thinking of yeah and that's all i'm trying to say okay. there are some people who are living this living in this a, a period of time mm-hmm. for their entire life. Ooh. Like people are stuck at 22 forever. <laughs> forever 22. Do you mean? Uh-huh. And it's like, bruh. Mm-hmm. Got to so, progress a little bit. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say about that. So the snowman is divorcing Ooh. Jeannie Mai. I wonder why. Give it to me. Let me, let me say real clean one time. So young Jeezy or Jeezy, Jeezy mm-hmm. is Jeezy. divorcing. Hold on now. <laughs> Jeezy is divorcing Jeannie Mai, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Why do you think he's divorcing Jeannie Mai? Um, what do, what do they have in com in common culturally? Does she does she when they got together? I was like, does she even know any of his music? Does she see the verses? She has to know. My president's black. She ha- Does she know VIP? Does she know... <laughs> VIP yeah. of all songs? No, that's just one of his songs. I know, but um, you're, I'm saying of all songs. But he got so much music. I feel like she ain't know a, a, a lyric to save her life. She doesn't seem like the type of person. Okay, not only... Okay, like, you know, the interracial thing. There's a lot of cultural difference. And sometimes that kind of thing works. Now, has she been... 
an Asian from like maybe the Bay Area that's super familiar with like hip hop culture and stuff like that, that would have made more sense. Is she from LA? Where's she from? I don't know where Jima is from. I thought she was from Asia. Is she from there straight up? I don't know. I, <laughs> uh, I thought she was. I don't okay. know. Okay, well, I have no clue either. But I feel like she was never in touch with like hip hop culture or anything. So I'm just like, how did they even get together? I mean, she's cute, but like, other than that, it, it, a relationship got to be based on more than just looks. So, do, do you, are you essentially saying that it's because he's black and she's Asian? And what does she know about black people? Kind of. I'm not saying that she just didn't seem like she was that. I feel like when, in order to marry someone outside the culture, I feel like you guys had to have something in common to talk about. That's always been my issue with like, cause I've never dated a white man. I'm not saying I'm, I'm close. I would, but like, I'm concerned. What are we going to really relate on? Like, we can relate on some things, but, like, I don't want to have to explain everything. This is why I wrap my hair at night. This is the food I eat. This is why I like this. And blah, blah, blah. Like, some long education. Whereas, you know, if it's... I feel like it's just easier sometimes to date because, like, you guys have a lot in common already. So, I'm my thing is, what did they have in common? They seem like the fairly odd parents. Like, they seemed like total opposite ends of the spectrum. Well, opposites attract. But did it last, though? It didn't. And I want to know why. Why is he divorcing her? Was the food not good? What was she cooking at? Was it, was it poo-poo platter every single day? What was it? You got to have variety. You know you dating somebody black, what they going to eat? What, the kind of, what are the kind of things that they like? You, I feel like if I'm dating somebody white, I can't, I can't cook like, oh, let me cook a Thanksgiving dinner with all this stuff. They might like it. Maybe they're from the South like me. Maybe they might. But like, you kind of have to cater to certain things if you're gonna date outside the race. There's gotta be some like common ground there. If it's not, y'all gonna always have a problem. Yeah. Jeezy <laughs> ad lib. <laughs> what's interesting to me is that he filed for divorce not mm-hmm. her when a you guy f- her. listen when a guy files for divorce his ego is hurt mm. his money is hurt Ooh, did she cheat? those are the only two things really mm. ego to money she's probably spending all it. his shit alright so but they were just happy like Two weeks ago, of course, we don't people know. People look happy all the time. We don't, don't know what happy. people are doing back at home. We don't. Right? But right. if a guy, like, a guy could go out and cheat, and then if his girl leaves him, it's like, oh, he's distraught, even though he cheated. Oh, God, I know. But if the girl cheats on the man, mm-hmm. he's oh, like, oh, I his, need a divorce. His chest hurting. It's over. Oh, it's over. It's over. He can't like, take no cheating. Nah. But the man can cheat the entire marriage. <laughs> Or relationship. Yes. Oh, yes. No, I'm not agreeing to that. Mm-hmm. But I'm what I'm saying is yeah, the yeah. average man. A man's chest is going to hurt if there's any inclination of any kind of infidelity from a woman. That's right. I've experienced it. You're with me. Mm-hmm. I'm with everyone. Yes. I am all you need. Okay. Yeah. So I think. That she might have stepped out. 
She might have been on her Aisha Curry for a quick second. Trying to get some attention. Trying to get some attention. <laughs> from who, though, I wonder? From from another rapper? Now, she, I think she was trying to get attention. She loving the crew? I think she was trying to get attention from a white man. Ooh, the real money. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. You got to go up. You're like, your little rapper money wasn't enough. I need me a corporate, a corporate thugging like like Jeezy <laughs> Raps. You were she want she want the CEO of the of the record company, not the do boy, is what she's saying. He ain't got enough. Damn, son. I how'd you where'd you find this? <laughs> I say that because Jeannie Mai once famously said, mm-hmm. "Black men are to me like dark meat. I keep it on the side." <laughs> Jeezy marry her. What a donkey of the day that is. And she said, white meat keeps me lean and mean. Lean and mean. So she had to go back to that white meat. How much does it hurt, Jeezy, baby? I'm still, I'm still mad at the fact that they gave Jeezy the, um, the, the, the verses, the, the win for that. People were so, Jeezy's the winner. Gucci Mane definitely won that. I don't care how much people say, you know, he didn't. You could say Gucci Mane, Ratchet, blah, 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 blah. Gucci Man came out swinging. He's a real, he's a real dude. Jeezy is fake. I love Jeezy, but look what you did. Look at this dumb decision. Look at you. Look at you now. She probably gonna clean him out and then go back to her chosen white king. Donkey of the day. Is that what you? Is that all you got? I mean, that's what it's looking like. Why would you marry someone that says that your race is second rate? How pathetic! How pathetic! All these things you're saying about a man you love. I like his music, but like I said, that is some dumb shit. Jeezy the snowman, Jeezy the dumb man, right now. <laughs> You marry someone who literally says famously that your race ain't shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why don't you just go marry um with Paula Dean? Paula Dean, so she can fry him some chicken and call him an N-word. <laughs> That's some damn good chicken, Paula. <laughs> So you never supported the relationship in the I first I thought place. it was crazy. Why do you think it was crazy from because the jump? Because they don't have shit in common. You don't think people can fall in love? Like, your par- your parents are Dominican and black. Yeah, my mom is black, and my dad's Dominican. Um, yes, it works. It that, that That's a closer, that's a closer closeness, because, like, Dominicans are all obviously, like, black Hispanics. So that's not that far off. You went into the Far East, and your culture is somewhere totally different. You could go, you could date an Asian, but like she seems like the type of Asian that would never be into you. Because she's kind of like a white woman. Yes, she's like so. Let me assimilate. Let me assimilate. I, I want to be white. That's what she she gives. That's the energy I get from her. So that's why I was just like, you married this Asian woman? That doesn't add up to me 
Couldn't they have just been in love? Like, they seem like a very nice couple. They're beautiful. Yeah, they look good, but that ain't worth a hill of beans. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a three. <laughs> hill of beans. Hill of beans. That should be somebody's Pork name. and beans or uh, what kind of beans? Yeah, I, I mean, we don't know what she was, if she was cooking. Beans. Vegetarian beans. Yeah. White, some kind of white. So you think they broke up because of the, the food? It could possibly be that, but she could have also, I don't think anyone breaks up for food, but obviously if she was, if Jeezy was never her, her top pick in men, her whole, the whole race was never her cup of tea. He didn't have a snowball chance in hell ever. She they probably a, they have a baby together. She probably looked at him like, oh man, he probably is packing like what all you know women, other races think about black men. Like, oh man, he must got that big thing. That thing must be long. You know what I mean? Maybe you know she fell in love with the King Kong cock. <laughs> but like, other than that, it seems like um, there was nothing. There is nothing to hold on to if. She made, I didn't know she said that. Like, that's, yo, he's donkey of the day for real. I don't see how you marry somebody that literally thinks that of your race. Like, she's not running up. <laughs> he should have did the math a little better on that. Oof. All right, now, we got a uh, couple things, but I think we'll just skip to, you want to go Danny Masterson? We got Danny Masterson, Jonathan Majors breaks up a fight. Um, Let's go Masterson. All right, so Danny Masterson um, receives 30 to life Mm. um, uh, after being convicted um, to raping two women. Mm -hmm. Um, There was an alleged gun involved. Damn. um, Some, like, potentially some kidnapping or something of the sort. But uh, they were saying that the Church of Scientology... Boy, please don't oh. take me off the internet. Right, here, right, but, right. Don't say nothing about them. Okay. <laughs> they but coming. <laughs> they're saying that a part of their religion is that these women or people cannot, like, tell, tell on mm-hmm. other members of the church. Oh, so, he's a Scientologist. He's a, yeah, Danny and he Masterson. Got, he got them years, boy. He they, got them they years. They couldn't get him out of jail. So the interesting thing is this happened, the, the alleged incidences happened in 2001 and 2002 Ooh, really and old. three. So over 20 years ago. Okay. So, but they're coming out now mm-hmm. because they pretty much broke away from the church mm-hmm. and they were able to speak their truth. Mm-hmm. Now in this whole situation, friends, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis wrote a character witness of Danny Masterson, essentially saying that they never really saw him do any he rapey stuff. <laughs> Yes, they 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 said he was a good, upstanding guy. They've known him for twenty five years, especially because they worked together on that '70s show. And uh, and mm. Ashton Kutcher ended up working with um, Danny Masterson on the ranch. Okay. Um, and now Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are in big trouble as far as socially goes, mm. because um, people are saying that pe- that Ashton Kutcher um, groomed Mila Kunis, oh. and you know Ashton Kutcher is huge. How much, how much older? Is he over Mila? Is it like a big age difference? Five years ish. But okay. uh, the thing about them is Mila Kunis was fourteen when she started that seventy oh. show, and Ashton Kutcher was nineteen. Oh, yeah, she had lied about her age to join the cast. Damn. So, and you know, Ashton Kutcher is big on fighting against 
child oh, um, a, a abduction, child rape, child assault, children, you know, but he's huge like, on that. It sounds like Mila was a children. Right. And they're only saying all of this stuff because he uh, wrote he that character witness of mm-hmm. for Danny Masterson, who's his longtime friend. Uh-huh. Now, they came out with this story uh, or they came out with an apology where... Mila sounded like she was reading, not as <laughs> poorly as uh, Saweetie did at the VMAs, Damn. Um, where she was struggling. Was oh, she was she, she was struggling, struggling to, to read, read a tel- teleprompter. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then Ashton Kutcher sounded like he was, you know, kind of genuine. Yeah, genuine about the same script that they wrote together. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, he even stepped down from the organization where he was helping Ooh. to fight, you know, um, rape and stuff, uh, um, child rape oh. and abduction and things of that nature. So what do you think about the fact that Ashton Kutcher um, is wrote something like that for Danny Masterson? And yeah, what do you think? That's wild as hell. Um, I was just talking to a friend about an uh, issue like this. It's like, you know, um, we're quick to judge. And I'm definitely, I, I would judge the the heck out of someone who rapes because there's no need to do that. Um, but like, we don't judge people closest to us when we know that they're doing the raping. You know, you have people in your family member who you know are on that and you defend it or you lie about it and try to cover it up. Disgusting. Um, the fact that he would say that he's never, I feel, you know, for you to write something like that, the thing is about people who rape, it's not just a one-time thing. That wasn't the only people he done violated. That's just the ones that came out and said something. So there, most people, like I, people do not just do that one time. So the fact that it, what it sounds like, they're reading some script, like what it, what it looks like is that you knew that he was probably doing that stuff and you, you're closely, you know, that's your friend, so you got to cover him. I don't. I don't think Ashton Kutcher knew that Danny Masterson was doing that stuff. However, I think the point of the character witness is to say the things that I knew of him no, wouldn't doesn't seem doesn't align with those things. Now, let's say, and I don't know the timeline of when the he didn't have to say he didn't have to be a character witness for somebody who's accused of something like that either. He didn't have to, but friend of 25 years he's like yeah i got your back that's my boy Mm -hmm. you know and as far as i know i've never seen that from Mm -hmm. i've never seen that so do you think he really never seen that i'll tell you this there are people that i know Mm -hmm. who i've spoken to women Mm -hmm. and they'll tell me things i would have never expected from that guy Oh, yes, 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 yes. Ever, 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 ever ever in life. Mm -hmm. And they would tell me, yeah, he he pulled this, he pulled that on me, and Mm -hmm. I'm looking at him a little different. Yeah. And I may have known him over 10 years. Mm -hmm. And with me, in front of me, it's all good. You bring his girl around, it's all good. What happens behind closed doors, I don't know. Yeah. Right? And It's not like it's like R. Kelly where it's like some obvious thing. Yeah, and look. There are some people who ended up working with R. Kelly because they never saw that side of him. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, who was it? Bryson Tiller or somebody like uh, that in the last years ended up oh, working like with. Oh, more recent. Yeah, like ended up doing a song with him. Or was it The Weeknd or somebody? I mean, everybody know he was on that because he had a whole video when I was like in high school. Right. It was clear. Which he said it was his brother. Oh, it's right? clearly him. But so yes. <laughs> I think some people can see split personalities 
you know, Maybe. not you. You're not gonna know everything about everybody. But then, why are you reading some script and not seeing? No, you I don't think you're understanding what the script. What we're talking about was it like? The, in a, was it like the an script apology? was the apology for the the character witness being shown to the public. Oh. So they're writing saying we apologize. We don't stand with him. It, you know, we're, we're uh, not trying to go against the victims. We're just trying to show perspective okay. from our end to say that we from the, the person that we know, he's always been a good guy. Mm-hmm. He's been a stand up citizen for the past 25 years. Mm-hmm. So the script is not the character witnesses. Character okay. witnesses is just a letter sent to the judge yeah, yeah, yeah. so that they can get a little bit of leniency on his um, uh, on the outcome of his trial. Mm-hmm. You know, so. um does this does this change anything for you on how you think about um, Ashton Kutcher? I think it's it's interesting that he would. I know that's your friend, but I don't. I can't write no character witness. I've actually, you know, done that for someone in the past. Like on, it was like some drunk driving thing. Um, in right after college, well when I got to college, but like, I don't write stuff like that unless I know this for a hundred percent that that person is worth the letter. Um, if they got convicted of this, they had to have some kind of good enough evidence to convict. You don't just convict for rape. So friend or not, I don't see how you can defend something like that. I don't know about, uh, um, evidence. Because this is something that happened 22 years ago. And that's where you're like, well... They wouldn't have gave him 30 years for no reason. Well, it's not no reason. I mean, the way a trial works is you say your side, you say your side, and the jury is going to decide who do we believe. Right. You understand? So, yeah. Whatever they must have said must have been convincing enough for them for him to get convicted. And him being such a big actor and not being able to, like, pay his way out of it, it must have been substantial. Right. I mean, he can't pay his way out of it because it wasn't a civil case. Ah, okay. understand? So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, that's why I say I don't know the timeline of this this character witness. But people are really eating up um, Ashton Kutcher because he he wrote it. Mm -hmm. But I, I almost feel like. How do you feel about it? I feel like I can understand why he'd write uh, if you have a friend who's probably like your brother, you know, you've known him for 25 years. That's a substantial part of your life to know them and always feel like we good. Like this is a good dude. We've been hanging out because there's people who do TV shows together. And then once they call cut, that's it. That's it. We ain't friends. You know, we were just acting on camera, Mm -hmm. but this is your friend. Yeah. You know, imagine somebody from your high school that you still talk to today that, you know, that's my dog. Like we, right. I can understand you just being like, even though there's a severity to this case in this trial, I'm a right to just say like that may, that may have happened, but, from the person I know that I don't I don't I don't know how that could have happened. And then there's the other part of me that that says I don't like that we know this. Mm-hmm. I, I no, 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 I don't like that. We know that a letter that was intended for a judge is being shown to the public because I remember when um, Iggy Azalea wrote a letter for Tory Lanez 
which I know people don't like him, but this is his court case. Now I get it. The court case is going to be open for the public to if review. Hold on, hold on, hold on, like hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't really love that when you write things for the purposes of a, a, a court case, that's now public. it's open for the court of public opinion. I feel like that's y'all business. Y'all handle that. But then there's the other part, the final part. So I look at it three ways where you're like, look, you could do the Hollywood thing where you say, I have my brand and I don't want to be associated with this. Right. I don't want to be associated that's with it. That's the smart thing. That's the smart thing to do. But people don't always operate based on data. They operate out of emotion. So if you're looking at your boy, your brother, your sister, your cousin, going through fighting for their life. I'm fighting for my life. Right? There might be a piece of you where you're like, I can't see him down like this. You know? Go ahead. Um, Everything, a lot of... Court stuff is public information. If you write a character letter about somebody, a friend or whoever, your mom or your daddy, and it gets out, you need to stand on what you said. You I feel need like to stand on what you said. Yeah. You 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 felt so strongly in the court of law that you could say, "Hey, this person is a good person. I don't care if he got convicted of five rapes and ten murders. I'm gonna defend him because he wasn't murdering nobody when I was his friend." Well. Now the court, the, it's open to the public to ridicule you, especially when you when you're over a company that is directly involved. You know the same type of cases. You know what I mean? Um, you know if you if you being, you know people operate out of emotion. Dumb idea. When you know you have a, or you're or you're over an organization that has to do with that. Like he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have did it. I don't care if friend or not. You should have you probably should have stayed out of that conversation. Especially because at the end of the day, like for someone to even have that kind of accusation, I don't care who it is. Like I need to hear the details. I need to hear the whole story. I'm not just defending it, defending my friend when it's some shit like that being said about you. I need to know what was said. Because just because I think I know you, I spent all this time with you and blah 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 blah. Someone is saying this stuff for a reason. Sometimes, yes, there are people who are disgusting who just lie and say, like, oh, this person raped me and it didn't happen. Like, that happens too. And those people need to be held accountable. But, like, if someone is making that kind of accusation, I want to hear the whole story from them. That's why I go back to the fact that it's a he say, she say type of thing. There's, there's, it's impossible to have concrete evidence about something that happened in a non-technical age 20 plus years ago and you have video like yeah, there's nothing you actually have. could in 2001 when did cell phones come out they might have had those pixelated pictures and text messages and things like that yeah but so it, today people are recording everything yeah, yeah 20 plus years ago but you at the same time there's so many women who get raped and don't want to talk about it yeah, I mean, that's not the point that we're making here. I'm just saying... I thought you were talking about statute of limitations type thing. No, no, no. Okay. Danny Masterson, is, he did the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's going to prison. Whatever happens to him, happens. But right. what I'm saying is, uh, you're saying, you need to, I need to know. Like, I need to know. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you think Danny Masterson is going to tell his friend, yo, no. Whatever they're saying I did, I did not do, bro. You, you know me. Mm-hmm. You know me. 
I wouldn't do anything like that. But there's not enough concrete evidence from 20 something years ago to prove. So you have to just believe you just have to say, all right, well, that's my friend. I'm going to believe him versus like there's no concrete enough evidence to to sway your opinion to say, I'm not going to write that because I saw this letter. I saw this. I saw that. that it doesn't exist. Mm. Uh, he should have stayed out of that one if he didn't really know. Especially given the organization that he's with. Last question. Mm-hmm. Second to last question. If, you have, if your family member, close family member, goes through something like this, you would reject him, writing a character witness, somebody you love? Would I would oh would I just not write the letter? Yeah. It depends on. I need to hear the story. I need to hear both sides. I need to know for a fact that you did not do it. I have to have, without a doubt in my mind, that you did not do that. And let's say you let's say you hear both sides, you believe that they didn't, and they get uh, convicted. Then I would be pissed if I if I, without a doubt, like you know, nowadays things are recorded. Things they if a woman is saying that they're getting tests run and stuff at the hospital. Mm-hmm. So if all that stuff it had comes out. And you did it, you did it. Like, there's no defending that. You shouldn't have did it. Hmm. I feel like that didn't answer my question. What would... Say, ask me again. Somebody in your family Mm -hmm. is going through the same situation as Danny Masterson. Mm -hmm. They are accused of something from 20 plus years ago. And you have he say and... She say mm. to make a decision on whether or not you're writing a character witness. Do we know that it's only he say she say evidence? It could be more. From what we understand, let's just say that that's what they have. If it's he say she say, then that's not that's really not enough evidence. But if they have more than that, then different story. You're not answering the question. Would you write the letter? Probably not. Mm. You getting the new iPhone? No, I have the 14. Excuse me, big money. Oh, you big money. You got the 14 also. I don't, actually. Which one you got? I have the 13. Oh, 13 and a half. I'm Thank sure. you very much. You got the pro. I don't have the 13 and a half. <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything you want to tell people before you finish off to today? Um. Yes, I have a show on the 30th, and I also have one on the 29th. Um, I have a roast battle at Pasadena Ice House, and I have a stand-up show at Fourth Wall Comedy in Hollywood. What time? The roast battle, I believe, starts at 9 p.m., and actually, I think they both start at 9 p.m. How do people buy tickets? or? Um, Instagram. Follow at the real. It's a lot to spell. We could just tag it. What is it? Just go ahead. At the real Crystal Amalia. I thought Instagram. your thing was the official crystal, Amalia. I mean, I am official, but that is the real. I got it. Yeah. All right. Anything else? <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. All right. Well, everybody, have a great day, night, midnight, Whatever midnight snack, it whatever it is that you're trying to do. If you didn't get a chance to like and subscribe to the show, please do it now. Share it with your friends. And if you enjoyed this uh, conversation today, um, send us some. I'll see you guys later.